Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Welcome to our podcast. I'm Daphne. And I'm Gina. And this is This Week in Skating, Nationals Edition. Today, Gina and I are joined by our friend Claire Cloutier, who runs her own website, a media site devoted to figure skating called A Divine Sport. So she's been here covering the competition. And so we thought the three of us could break down some of the things we saw yesterday, specifically the ice dance final and the pairs final and we all know what a fan of pairs that claire is so we thought she'd be the perfect person to bring on to talk about pairs yes so we are recording this right before the men's free skate the very last event of the 2024 u.s championships it's gone by really fast as always and it's been What I've been saying, it's been expect the unexpected because we've had quite a bit of unexpected moments these past few days. Yeah, it definitely has has been kind of what we predicted when we did our preview with Jackie. There were some things that we thought we were pretty sure would happen that kind of did happen. And then there were those unpredictable moments that um, I think it's kind of nice sometimes to see things not go the way that you expect because it keeps you on your toes and it and the audience I think was really behind the skaters yesterday it was fantastic to see such a packed house for the two events that took place I'm hoping we see that again today Um, I know there's been talk before that figure skating attendance is dwindling or interest is dwindling but I have to tell you not based on what I saw yesterday the place was packed and people really seemed to be having a great time. There were tons of signs and just lots of applause, some standing ovations or at least one standing ovation. So we're going to get started. Let's um, start with the dance event because that took place yesterday afternoon. What were your thoughts overall, Gina? Well, um, I wasn't expecting. There's my not expecting something um, that we would have our leaders after the rhythm dance, Madison Chalk and Evan Bates, being under the weather. Um, both were battling, it appears to be the flu. Um, they both talked about them coming down with it just after the rhythm dance, and they missed practice be- on the day after between the rhythm dance and the free dance. Um Actually, I did not see the warm-up 
um, because I was running from doing an interview back up to my seat. And I didn't realize that they had not gotten on the ice until the very last minute. And they had just done some twizzles and were skating around. So it was really like are they going to even skate? And I know we were kind of all looking in the tunnel to see if they were there. Um, and they did go out and skate. Um, not their best skate. Um, definitely Evan, he looked like he was really struggling. Um, just the twizzles, um, even some of the lifts looked a little bit. Just, I don't know how he did it. That's all I'm going to say. Props to him because that's a lot to to go out there and skate like that um we are hearing they're going to four continents um so yeah we just have to wait and see if they actually do go to four continents still um hopefully they're feeling better soon um but yeah that was definitely not what i was expecting um i was expecting them to uh really just deliver one of their best free dances um i will say for people who have been listening to the podcast, even though I didn't see their best free dance, I do like this free dance now. I, you know, I was not a fan at the beginning of the season. I couldn't get the whole time thing. I got it, even though it was, again, not their best one. So I'm looking forward to seeing it again, hopefully at full strength in Montreal. Yeah, I have to agree. I expected Chalk and Bates to come in full throttle because they love the national championships it's an event they look forward to every year and really it was incredible to see them push through especially because in the press conference after they came in they were masked you could tell that they weren't quite themselves and so they pushed through and we're I mean, the Twizzles were the biggest mistake that we saw, I think, in the program. They didn't have their usual sparkle. But I really do like the concept of the program. And I can tell you from a photographer's point of view, it's pretty incredible to get to see the different shapes that they make as they're telling the story of time. So I really appreciated it. Claire, did you have anything that you wanted to add? Um, yeah, just definitely uh, was amazed to see Madison and Evan come out and skate the way they did. Um, just, you know, really um, was not expected, as you said. And um, yeah, and there were a lot of other highlights in the event. Uh, it was kind of a very up and down event with some teams, you know, having some definite problems. Um, but there were also some pretty big highlights as well. So I really enjoyed the entire event a lot, um, despite the, you know, some of the hiccups. Yeah, this, it was, um, for me, getting to see Christina Carrera and Anthony, it, getting to see Christina Carrera and Anthony Ponomarenko's free dance in person for the first time this season, um, I actually got to ask a question in the press conference about the theme of the program and where the music came from because I've seen this movie, Perfume, and it's quite a dark and twisted tale. And I think the way that they chose to tell the story on the ice is really spot on, and I enjoyed getting to see them, you know, blossom this season. I feel like they've been up in training with Scott Moyer for, and not to discount Madison Hubble and Adrian Diaz. 
they've been up there for over a season. Now they're really starting to blossom into this style, and I'm excited to see what the future looks like for them now that they have been named to the world team. A bit of a surprise in third place for everyone, um, Emily Brady and Ian Somerville. This is a team that has only been together for a couple of seasons. Um, I remember actually seeing video of them very early on in their partnership, and to see how far they've come now, it's incredible. And to see the joy that we got to see on their faces when their marks came up, it was like they were in complete and utter shock. Yeah, and they are heading to the World Championships. I know um, there's some fans out there who are questioning that decision. Um, But, yeah, they really came out with, like, a bang. I thought they just delivered two really good skates here in Columbus. Um, And it's going to be interesting to see how they do at Worlds. Um, in their first appearance, but um, yeah, they've, I've seen a lot of growth with this team, definitely. Um, we should point out, obviously, it was a disappointing free dance for Caroline Green and Michael Parsons, who took the pewter medal. Um, you know, again, many of people were thinking they would be named to the world team despite their fourth place finish, given that they were sixth at last year's Worlds, but they have not been named to the world team. They had to four continents actually this week. Um, so, yeah, I was a little disappointed um, that they didn't have a good skate here. I, I was hoping that free dance, because I think that free dance brings back, like, it resembles that free dance from a couple seasons ago that was on Montgard, and it was really, it was one of my favorites. Um, and I thought that was sort of, similar um here but it just yeah they just did not have a great skate um so yeah i think i do want to point out other than i mean we had ava pate and logan by that were finished fifth and emmy and vadim um who were sixth um i think and i'm gonna say this the crowd really really enjoyed isabella flores and yvonne desiatoff um they skated to west side story the first standing ovation, I think, in the dance event. Um, they finished overall in seventh place. I believe that's their best finish at the U.S. Championship since they've only been together for two seasons now. Um, yeah, that was probably, for me, the highlight of the dance event. I think there's so much more that we can say about the dance event, but we are running short on time. So we want to make sure that we get to the pairs event And what we will be doing is Gina and I do plan to record on Monday night as long as we both get home. And we will cover some of the other things from this event, as well as the men's free skate, which will be taking place very, very soon. So I think since we have Claire here with us, we will let Claire um, break down or start to break down this pairs event that we got to see last night. Because there were some there were some highlights And then there were some not so much highlights. And I think it just, to me, it showed we are still in this growth phase of pairs in the U.S. Absolutely, Daphne. Um, You know, I think what 
stands out to me from this Paris field at nationals this year is just so many of these teams are so new. Um, you know, we had teams who have been together six months, eight months. Um, you know, at this point, Lou and Naj, you know, they've been together, you know, they've done several competitions together and they're almost one of the more veteran teams <laughs> within this field um, among the top the top group so um yeah so it's just it's a very new it's a very new field it's a very um transitional time in u.s pairs and um yeah we didn't really see like some of the best um performances that that we've seen in pairs you know obviously um in the recent history here at nationals but there were definitely some moments that i really enjoyed um i think a standout to me absolutely uh was seeing Elisa Yefimova and Misha Mitrofanov make their debut at nationals and have really a very solid free skate for a team that's really only been together about eight months um or, or even less than that and um and they were really kind of the highlight last night i thought yeah i have to agree i i thought another highlight um for me uh, is the younger team of isabel martins and ryan bedard this is a team that was together and broke up they had some success at the junior level they broke up they're back together. They're now at the senior level. And I think for a team that's younger than most of the other teams, there's certainly some potential there if they can just get back on track now that they're back together. Right. And, you know, we do have to remember they they are a, a, an older team in terms of they had a history together in juniors, competing together as juniors. However, they've only been repartnered for, for uh, a season. And, you know, in that time since they were in juniors you know they've obviously both matured and you know so they need time as well to kind of find their footing um absolutely um and but we definitely saw there were some promising aspects to this competition um you know in the short program we saw katie mcbeath and daniel parkman another new team make a big impression with their uh you know very high triple twist and sort of exciting elements and uh you know they unfortunately had uh, a bit of a a snafu when katie's blade broke during practice so they weren't able to show their best in the free skate however i think this team is definitely going to be exciting to, to watch going forward yeah i have to agree i was really impressed with them in the short program and it's it's too bad timing is everything and sometimes you know equipment breaks and when you're talking about this teeny blade that they balance on out there having a new blade is not just like putting on a new sock. It is a piece of equipment that is an extension of who they are out there on the ice. It's going to take time for that to, you know, feel right. So Gina, do you have anything to add about the pairs? I mean, we did crown a new champion. Yes. Um, Ellie Cam and Danny O'Shea are the national champions. Um, this is Ellie's first national championship. Danny's second. He won it in 2016 with his then partner, Tara Kane. Um, you know, so congrats to them. I think, obviously, I feel, felt like their short program was 
better, obviously, than their free skate. Um, but, you know, now they head off to four continents along with Valentina Palazas and Maximiliano Fernandez and Chelsea Liu and Balaj Naj. Um, and, you know, when I we say they're going to four continents, they're literally leaving. If, if they haven't left today, they're leaving tomorrow. Um, that's how quick the turnaround is. Um, but yeah, there was a definitely, there's some promise there with some of our pairs. Um, they have not named the world team yet. Um, we do have two teams that definitely cannot go to the world team, uh, you know, go to worlds. And that would be, um, Katie McBeath and Daniel Parkman and Alicia Efimova and Misha Mitrofanov. Um, again, they, both teams are ineligible for worlds just because of switching countries here. Um, so it'll remain to be seen. We have three spots for worlds. So what three teams will go, we'll just have to wait and see. Yeah. I think that added to kind of the drama behind the scenes a little bit is teams not being eligible to go out to compete at the world championships. So now, you know, maybe next season we'll get to see them out there. But for now, I think we have wrapped everything up. Thank you, Claire, for joining us for this episode. We're excited to get this out to you. This was new for Gina and I to try to record more episodes while the event is going on. But we've been able to do it. And I think it's something that we will transition and do at Worlds with uh, Mateo. Yeah. Yeah, we did. I think we have did more than we did last year in San Jose. And it, you know... I don't know if you can tell, but we're constantly running around when we're at nationals um, between actually the event happening, running around doing interviews during the event, but then doing one-on-one interviews, which I have one in now five minutes. So it's just one of those kind of crazy days, but we've I'm glad we've been able to bring them to you while we're here. And I'm looking forward to talking a little bit more on Monday about nationals but there's so much else going on too it's going to be a really good episode agreed and with that we've reached the end of this special edition thanks everyone for listening i'm daphne claire and i'm gina you've been listening to this week in skating nationals edition have an ice day Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.